The NFC East Future Bomb Edition of the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win total contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets to the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. And with that, we play theme music. Yes, welcome to the immediate stopping of the theme music on the bottom line, Bobs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. Yes, sir. Let me just tweet out with a quote. Quote tweet. Every time. It is uh, what? Wednesday? Who just heard me? On the college experience with Colby D breakdown, Wisconsin. And we linked over. This is, this is very exciting. I am the lead in. I'm the night court to the cheers. I did the cheers Dundee of, uh, the college experience. And then we like live, we did that live. So we're like, let's just see so we can get the audience lead and get the audience to come over to the bottom line bombs. And we already got cereal in there. Dallas winning division championship incoming bond serial. I don't know who I don't know what show you think you went on where you think the Dallas Cowboys are gonna get any love here. Actually, I do like they should be competitive, but we are gonna break down the NFC East. Uh I'm gonna get to that earlier. I felt a little bad about how I did the last division because I was all over the place. Um but we'll see. We'll see what we think about the Cowboys. I want to give out, give out some individual future bombs, uh, prop plays, and win totals in division for that. Um, college football week zero is also here. I'll give out a few of those bombs. One last golf tour championship. I'll have to keep that small just in case we do hit it. Uh, some Women's World Cup. And then, of course, a man in box at the end. So let's uh, let's get into it quick. Week zero. That's weird. That's great. Real football. Although week zero sounds like it doesn't count. You know? It's like, all right, we already came up with week one. What if we go before that? Week zero. But before that, week negative two. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk some NFL and college football and other sports. as in man in the box. Um, but I do have to recap. <clears throat> My favorite Wednesday show now is because in August. We only got a couple of these left with Hard Knocks season episode three last night with the Jets. This was the Dalvin Cook episode. They wrote that script. He wasn't even playing. Yeah, we just want to show him on the sideline. We introduce his character for next week for maybe a spinoff show. It was a fine episode. I don't mind. I mean, like I said, I, I, I like all the episodes. Everyone looks great. The Jets look amazing on hard. Everyone looks amazing on hard knocks. It's slow motion and film. Robert Salad, he's hilarious. What a meathead of a coach he is. He's always been one. 
First, the first episode, he does a trice with the animal speech. Now, he, he imagine hearing his horrendous leadership speeches every day in practice at training camp. You see the roll in her eyes. Last night's episode, he did, just like ripped off an article from like Paste Magazine or Inc.com about leadership. Four types of leaders, men or whatever. Commanders, survivors, uh, competitors, um, coordinators, cooperators. They're the guys who get involved and then they, they try to get by. We see them on film and there's guys who lead uh, because they got a lot of money. I don't know. I didn't read all the article, but we're trying to get guys who uh, can coordinate and get the practice done. What the fuck is he talking about? Just give us the plays. Design a game plan up, Bob. Such a meathead. But people love him. I mean, he's a likable guy, obviously. Pat McAfee had a big... Uh, Big showing in last night's show. He he wind he wind his way into that episode. Congratulations, Pat. $100 million isn't enough for you. The first episode of Hard Knocks. When they showed it, it was all about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets, obviously. And then they showed like Colin Coward and other people breaking the news. Like Colin, Aaron Rodgers, you know, just a clip, a montage. Like over the summer is what you miss. Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets after a darkness retreat. And then uh, McAfee cried and whined about it, how they didn't show him breaking the news because he broke the Aaron Rodgers news. The one news that he breaks. The reason why I, it's ridiculous is because, listen, and, I'm, and I don't hate on Pat McAfee, whatever. Make, make your money, have your show, it's great. But he has this thing with Aaron Rodgers. We know, we know you have your thing with Aaron Rodgers, Pat. We get it. And he was always saying, we'd give him, he'd let him have his format to talk about immunize and all this bullshit. And he would get flack for that. And then he would bounce, he would bounce back and snap back, or clap back, as the kids would say. Like, listen, I'm not a journalist, blah, blah, blah. I'm the, you know, doing a show. That was his whole thing, how he wasn't a journalist and he's anti establishment, which is fine. But now you want credit for a fucking breaking news story on a show that everyone knows about? Like, yeah, they have a, Contract with the Fox guys, the NFL guy. Like, it's so stupid. So he whined about that. So now they showed McAfee breaking the Dalvin Cook news. Oh, he's a weapon. Oh, no, Cuzzo. I wanted him on the Colts. Congratulations. Congratulations. So everyone can get their flowers, get their Zay flowers. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It's like these people in Hard Knocks, the Jets in Hard Knocks, haven't watched other Hard Knocks, or they have. But they're just doing worse versions of it. They're phoning it in. Everyone loved the mentalist last week. I guess that was a step up from the magician. But the rookie show, this is this has been a disgrace. This is two weeks in a row now with the rookie show. Last week they were awful. Horrendous. So they got a chance to redeem themselves. They keep singing karaoke. All right, you had the white guy do the Eminem battle rap thing, which is whatever. It is what it is. Got people hyped up. Got the football players hyped up. Watch, I think they added in some of that noise, though. You can do a lot of things with editing. Now they're calling them B Rabbit. They're just doing karaoke. That's the problem with modern fucking comedy. These jet rookies. <laughs> Imagine getting that fired up about a fucking rookie song. 
But that's what this younger generation, they, they just think doing someone else is doing comedy. Well, I'm just going to lip sync to someone else. I'm just going to repeat what someone else did. Now we're going to call B-Rabbit. Now I'm B-Rabbit. Why? Because I just did what you did. It's a f- fucking simple formula for the rookie comedy show. You get one player who does an impression of the coaches. He stuffs his shirt with a gut. And they do coach impressions and it kills every time. And it doesn't have to be good because it's easy to impersonate coaches. I don't know. I mean, I'll still watch Hard Knocks, but I don't I don't like the direction it's going. They already they already warned us and said they're not going to show cutting players. That better not be true. They better show players being cut. Why else am I seeing Tanzel Smart's kids? Why am I meeting his family and his wife in the stands and his kids? And why am I why do I have an emotional attachment with them if they're not gonna get cut? This better get a payoff, and they better and this guy better get cut. This veteran who's making good plays. That's what this fucking game, this show's all about. I just cursed there for no reason. But now now you know real anger's coming. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting fired up. It was a good episode, but you know what I mean. But I, but next week is cut season, and cut season is better than sweeps week on TV. It's better than Shark Week. To be honest with you, cut week on Hard Knocks is great. I want people hiding from the. I want people hiding from the uh, Grim Reaper. I want them getting their iPads, and I want families being destroyed. <laughs> Not destroyed, but I love that meeting. Then the coach is like, oh, you know, he's, you can work harder. You can still go into practice squad. And the player's like, fuck off. What are you talking about? I want to tell him, you know, uh, this, this might be the best thing for you. Like, make you What? Me getting fired is the best thing for me? Well, uh, no, yeah, maybe not you personally. Best thing for us. I mean, did I say you? No, no, this is the best thing for the team to uh, let you go and not have to pay you anymore because you're worthless. You're not worthless. You're just uh, not of value to us. That's what I meant to say. Right. Eric, you're right. That's what I said. They said they didn't want cameras in the room when they didn't cut. Well, then don't cut them. If you care that much about the players, don't cut them. But you're right, Eric. That's exactly what they said. That's why. That's why I'm like. That's why I'm saying they better do it. Just like they. Just like they didn't want to do hard knocks at all. Remember, like, oh, they shoved it down our throats. Yeah. Well, too bad. Jets, you shoved your fucking stuff down our throats. You think? I mean, you shoved Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you shoved down our throats. What do you think we had to deal with? For the last six months with you, Aaron Rodgers, and your drama and your darkness retreat and your ayahuasca bullshit. You're doing the show, and you're doing it right. I want rookies doing coach impressions. I want more. (laughs) And I want players cut nonstop next week. I want to see every single cut and every single bullshit handshake fucking getting out of there at the meeting. They're like, oh, all right, oh, you can talk talk to Paula. She'll take care of all the arrangements. And uh, good luck. Good luck with the practice squad and good luck getting the hell out of here. Good luck here? No, no. Good luck outside. All the luck immediately as soon as you leave. I, I, I actually control the luck here. You, you're, you have none of it here. 
You, you're going to need luck outside of here, right? Here, here you're done with. You're done with luck. You're done with skill. Everything is over with. That's something you never want to hear at the end of a <laughs> anything. Good luck. Job interview. Good luck. What? You, you, you control that. I know. Just wanted to bring it up. Anyway, still a good episode. I'm still into it, but I'm saying I'm getting worried. You're right, Eric. They better show players getting cut. I don't care how cruel it is. It's what we signed up for. I don't want to see any more of these Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson games either. I don't mind buying that shit. Oh, what? Zach Wilson's learning so much from Rodgers. They hate Zach Wilson. Don't act like they like Zach Wilson. He's terrible. What did Rogers say the other day? He's like, I just want to be here for a couple years and I can hold then hand it over to Zach so he can be good for the next 10 years. What the fuck are you talking about? That's your plan? Great. We're not, you're not a part of the Jets. That's not the Jets plan. Or anyone who watches him play. He's doing better. Good for Zach. Um, like I said, it's always awkward to talk about. Oh man, it's great to have Aaron Rodgers here. So great. So much better than last year. Isn't that right, Zach Wilson? The reason. The reason why we were terrible last year. He's still here for some reason. Anyway, um, <laughs> with that said, let me tell you about Game Time. Game Time is a new app for getting tickets day of the game. You know how stressful it is to get tickets. Doesn't have to be stress-free. You can snag these tickets without the stress game time. It used to be... It's always stressful to get. You never. You always think you're getting conned when I when I was scalping tickets. You can't scalp tickets anymore. Hell, you can't even say scalp. That's offensive. Uh, <laughs> you go down in person. Ah, get a sketch. You got kind of a mini drug exchange. It's kind of a thrill. But they're all working in cahoots. Who needs two? I got two. Wait a minute. Do you need two or do you got two? I got two. I need two. I'm going to give you two. That's how I win. I, I buy two from you, then I sell them back to you for a higher price. How the hell does this work? Then you go up to the gate and it's like the wrong date. You're like, ah, oh, sorry, this is the wrong date. This isn't for today. Like, what? The guy said these were good seats. Also, this is for the ice capades. What the hell? Fuck. You don't know where the seats are. Section 419, what's that? Oh, it means uh, it's right up front, right by the obstructed. Obstruction means private. Don't worry about it. Anyway, but now you don't have to do that. Now you can go to the game time. Get your Taylor Swift tickets there. Get $20 off with the code SGPN. You download the app, create the account. Use code SGPN, $20 off your first purchase. That's gametime.co, C-O. Not, not, uh, not com, by the way. Not com, not com, dot com. And also, we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. August is almost over, so you know what that means. Time's running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trading our best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you have to do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it, and regret it. Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog Best Ball Mania Tour. The time is now. The last day for your draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. So visit underdogfantasy.com, find them in the app store, sign up, promo code SGPN. First deposit doubled up to 100 bucks. It's pretty good. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Uh, boy, give out a pick I like. That's what they want me to do. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Um, I'll give out a play. I'll give out an Underdog Fantasy play. Well, we gave out the NFL preseason winner. How about that? We're back. Um, 
Rogers teaching the quarterback Wilson, teaching him how to pick up milfs. <laughs> Good job. Cereal milfs and cereal. I know I tell you what, when they show Zach Wilson with that headband and that little boy next door smile, you can tell, you can see why a mom's friend would get in there and try to fucking, you know, <laughs> try to sabotage young Zach. That is funny though. When he, when that story that came out where he banged his mom's friend, Stacy's mom or whatever, then the Jets players loved him. Like that's my quarterback. I mean, nothing that <laughs> nothing gave him more credit credibility than that. They don't care that he was terrible. I don't care. He's bagging milfs. Ah, those are football players. Anyway, uh, let's get down. Let's break into the NFC East. I, I didn't have the preseason winner. We'll start with Washington. Why not? Start with Washington. The um, hold on, let me. Why not been doing sound effects again? Again, you can't win. Washington, that's what they're saying with them. They can't win. They did beat Baltimore, and like they, they, there was like a playoff game. We called it. Never a doubt. <laughs> uh, they look good though. They are. Let's see. The Washington's win to the NFC East is gonna be tough again. They were tough last year. But Sam Howell looked good. That's the most important thing. They look that gone is Carson Wentz and Taylor Anke, Cam Sims. They gained Jacoby Brissett as a backup, and they have Sam Howell. And of course, they have. Uh, let me get to my guy real quick. Um, and of course, Ron Rivera, their head coach, and he is the favorite to be fired first at six to one, which if you listen to his comments, you know why I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the fricking when we were at Indianapolis. <laughs> That's right. That was Rod Rivera defending Carson Wentz last year, which he hated every, every coach hates Carson Wentz. Is he unemployed still Carson Wentz? It's amazing. Everything Ron Rivera says, you're like, how is this guy still going to have a job? He's just an old man losing his mind. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Pulled out the sheets of paper. I got the, I got sheets of paper. Yeah, that's what I say. You don't look at analytics. I pulled out sheets of paper and there was analytics on it. I printed out analytic paper. The story in the offseason was the players were mad about Eric Bieniemy being too tough. And Rivera's like, yeah, that's what I heard. Heard they don't like him. I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet. Is he, is he here yet? Yeah, he's your offensive coordinator, coach. Huh, didn't know that. It seems like he would not know. But everyone's back high on Washington because of that game. Because Sam Howell looked good. And they did play against a team that wants to uh, actually win. So Washington is supposed to come in last place. Their over-under is six and a half at plus 105. I think there's some value with Washington. They are 16 to one to win the NFC East, 46 to one to win the NFC, 135 to one to win the Super Bowl. Um, everyone's excited. Everyone's just, there's this excitement in the air because Snyder's finally gone, the ownership, although the stadium's still terrible. FedEx Field was rated the worst stadium in football once again. A lot of traffic, like a lot of peepholes in the locker room for the cheerleaders. Tonight's edition of That Was a Disgusting Act. I mean, 
The lawsuits against Washington, the fucking peepholes in the locker against the cheerleaders. What is this, porkies? The fuck is going on with all the goddamn cams and porns? Is this is what you're doing. You're doing peephole shit. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about a couple players. Do I like Washington over six and a half? Kind of. Everyone loves talking about the NFC East, how a team hasn't repeated the division championship since what? 2004, wherever the hell it's been. And the Eagles, of course, went to the Super Bowl. They lost in a ice rink against Kansas City. They're the favorites again at minus 110. Cowboys right behind them. Serial at plus 170. And the Giants at plus 715 and Washington 16 to 1. I'm eyeing up Washington because the difference between Washington and the Giants was not much. They tied one game. They, uh, and they lost whatever. I mean, they were whatever. They're, they're very similar. Dallas, they weren't. But now they bring in a different offense with Eric Bieniemy. Is Eric Bieniemy a good coach? That just blows job interviews? Is he just a sociopath who just screams at people? <laughs> I hope so. Cyril says, yeah. Obviously, Porky's, he says, because their mascot is a hog. <laughs> they still do the hogs in the locker room. That's 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 uh what bathroom do they use? What the, the transgender hogs? <laughs> That's classic humor too. Anything wearing dresses is just comedy. Those Redskins fans or Commander fans. I'm sorry, can't be can't be calling them Redskins. Um, although there's a petition to change the name again from Commanders. That's I don't know if I like that. You like that? You like that? No, I don't. I didn't mind the football team. Commanders is kind of stupid. Go back to the red. I say go back to the Redskins. Redskins is offensive, yes, when you have that mascot, the Indian mascot. That's very offensive. But if you change the mascot and keep the name Redskins and then put a picture of, like, me up there, like a fat Irish sunburn guy, you know, put my head up there, me on vacation, is the Redskins. We don't mind. We're Irish. Irish people, you could, you could rip on us all you want. We're one of the last groups. Irish people don't give a fuck about their mascots. Look at Notre Dame. They're called the Fighting Irish. How more stereotypical can you get? The guy's fucking, it's just like, ah, you know, you filthy Irish. When you came over to America, you fought everyone. You still do. You get drunk and you fight and you beat your kids. Ah, well, they got us there. We become cops, too. All right. The Notre Dame fighting cop Irish kid beaters. All right, that's a little long. All right, just call them fighting. All right. Look at that. Put a, little, put a little leprechaun with his fists up. So I'm saying, call him the Redskins. Have a sunburned Irishman like me on the side of a helmet, and uh, everybody wins. So I'm fine with that. All right, let's get through Washington. I'm going to take them over six and a half, bomb that. I was happy with what I saw from Sam Howe, so I like Jahan Dotson for... Fantasies and props. Brian Robinson. I think Brian Robinson's going to have a big year uh, for Washington as well. The running back from Alabama who um, got shot last year during training camp, during a carjacking. So he had to sit out a few games, but he came back from being shot. Not a standard injury. Uh, so another guy who'd be up for comeback player of the year if he wasn't going up against DeMar Hamlin, who literally died. 
Too bad, too bad Robinson didn't die and come back from that. But he did get shot, and he came back, and he still looked good. Uh, Jahan Dotson was a rookie. Penn State looked great. Terry McLaurin, of course, is awesome. He has 1,000 yards every year. But Dotson had seven touchdowns last year with no quarterback. Top 15 player in PPR, play per game. Um, so if you wanted to sprinkle a few bombs, I would go with... Uh, Actually, I like I like Brian Robinson. There's there's a lot of talk that Antonio Gibson's going to be back because the enemy likes him. I don't. I'm not buying that at all. First of all, Brian Robinson's better. He's just a better football player than Antonio Gibson, and Antonio Gibson has a lot of mileage on him already. You don't think he does because you just got into it, but he's uh he's been around the block a bit. So I like Brian Robinson seventy to one to lead the league in rushing yards. Let's bomb that. Nice old seventy to one bet. And 250 to 1 to win Offensive Player of the Year. Bomb that! Can Ron Rivera lead them? I mean, he, you know, he used to be a good coach. Now he's an old man. So I think there's some value. I think there's value in them to win a division, 16, not even win a division, but I don't know. Eh, it's a little young for Sam Howell, but not a bad sprinkle. They do have, they do have some talent on there, but it's still a step early for them. All right, let's move on to the New York Giants. Forgot about the song. Forgot about the song. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper, that looked at the analytics, that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis. Oh, man. All right. Now we have New York Giants. And now... Now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. (laughs) The Giants, everyone, everyone in the world is saying is going to regress because they did nothing but win one score game. They were 8-4-1 one score games. Um, They had nine wins. They were not that good. They beat they beat the Vikings, another luck box team in the playoffs. But I like Brian Dable. I mean, he's just a, you know he likes he does magic, he does that bullshit that everyone likes. They say he's the reason why Josh Allen was good in Buffalo. I'm not buying that, but I don't know. They're over under seven and a half. That's low. That's disrespectful. But I can see why. 60 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. 26 to 1 in the NFC, plus 715. For, oh, man. They're on the way up. If, if I had to choose between D- Dallas and, I mean, J- Washington and the Giants to win the division for, was, for just to make a sprinkle bet, I would take Washington just because their odds are way better. And I think they're very similar teams. The Giants lost. Let's see who they lost. They lost uh, Shepard. They lost Galladay. Richie James. But they added Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, James Crowder, and they drafted Jalen Hyatt. They had they added like 15 wide receivers. Isaiah Hodgins and Cole fucking Beasley. They tossed him in there. They're just like seeing what sticks. If I was to take a couple of those receivers, if you're talking about fantasy draft or something like that, I would go with Isaiah Hodgins. People are really liking Jalen Hyatt. They said he couldn't run routes. Some coach for Dallas said that to his face. They, those fucking interviews. Like, he can't run routes. What do you got about that? Fuck you. Those, those interviews 
throwing to combines and shit like that is so insane. They like grab players and see how you can take the grilling. See how you can take it. Why should you be on the why should you be on the uh Tampa Bay Bucks? Fuck you. Why should I why should I go to your job? What do you mean why would I want to be a buck? Why would what the Bucks want me? Why would I want to be a buck? You know? Anyway. Um but Jalen Hyatt, 50 to 1 to win rookie of the year. Let's bomb it. The reason why I like this because there's so many there's so many giant receivers. I think Daniel Jones has a nice year for Saquon and them, but they're just seeing with six, so there's no real competition. But you, there's so many of them. They're gonna find out which ones work and then stick with those. Isaiah Hodgins, he's got no real competition on the outside, which is what I kind of like. The rest of them are kind of rotating, so I would go with that. Um now the Giants are more, Giants got better vibes. They got a better coach, and I think that coach. I think that means something. I know it was a lot of one score games, but there's also a reason why they could also regress. I'm, I guess I'm going both ways with this. <laughs> but can the Giants get to eight wins? Absolutely. In the NFC, anything's possible. Let's bomb that Giants over seven and a half. So right now I have Washington over six and a half, Giants over seven and a half. And I gave out some uh, 50 to 1 rookie of the year for Hyatt. I like that. Um, and Brian Robinson, offensive player, most rushing yards. What are we at time wise here? Hold on a second. 29.40. Um, should I take a quick break and come back with the Eagles in Washington? Is that how this works? Maybe I'll do that. You know what? I will do that. Because I got to talk to you about DraftKings. Who doesn't? Because this is a long one, so I have to to get to this. <laughs> I'll be right back after the break. You waited all year. The time has finally arrived. College football is back. So are traditions and tailgates. A great offer from DraftKings Sportsbooks. Right now, new customers score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. So that means you bet any college football bet. $5, and you can get up to $200. You can take, uh, this isn't my play, but my man Dundee likes Jacksonville State with Rich Rodriguez. They're playing UTEP, lines one, week zero. Go ahead and do that. That's a lock. If Dundee calls it out, it's a lock. He's a college guru. We're doing a show. College experience on Mondays and Thursdays this football season, along with the bottom line bombs. So you get double man in the box for that. We'll kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbooks. Download the app now. Use code DGEN. Like I said, new customers score $200. Bonus bets instantly. They bet just $5 on the college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Now, if you have a gambling problem, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, you call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. In West Virginia, you visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino and Charlestown Races All Games, regularly better West Virginia Lottery. Please play, play responsibly, and Connecticut help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 over, must be eligible in states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football 
teams. Make sure you check out our Patreon. Also sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win total contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. The guys just recorded the first sports gambling podcast stories podcast just for the patrons chronicling the birth of the sports gambling podcast network. So sports podcast.com backslash Patreon at sports podcast.com backslash Patreon. And we're back on the, <laughs> I was almost said the visitor's locker room, my old show, the bottom line bombs with the man in the box. Previewing some NFC East future bombs. Also getting into college football week zero. Oh my God. There's other stories I wanted to get into too, but I got carried away because I have to read so many disclaimers with that ad read. Holy shit. Can't you guys handle your game? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I might give him a call. I might call 1-800-GAMBLER on one of these episodes and put it on the air. That'd be good programming, right? And I'll get a suit, so why not? Uh, excuse me, 1-800-GAMBLER? I got, as uh, Drew Carey said, I got a four. The dealer's got a four. I got a 12. What should I do? Now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Amazing. I love that one. Oh, boy. But it's football. Is it football weather? And the weather here today at Notre Dame Stadium, in a word, it is cold, but it is football weather. The temperature, 37 degrees, humidity 79%. Forecast cloudy for light rain later on this afternoon. And the seniors at Notre Dame are now being introduced here to the sellout crowd. <laughs> there we go. A little Notre Dame football. They play this week, week zero, over in Dublin. Speaking of Irish and the Redskins, the Irish Redskins, sunburnt guys, drunken fucking Redskins. Not the Native Americans. Don't be offended. I'm talking about us filthy Irish. Notre Dame versus Navy playing in Dublin this weekend, week zero. Line is 20 and a half, or maybe even 21 at some points. 49 and a half. It's came down. Um, you got like Notre Dame there, right? You got Sam Hartman, their quarterback, transfer from Wake Forest. He's a stud. Navy is not allowed to run the option anymore. <laughs> I mean, they're going to run a certain amount of option, but they uh, they outlawed shot blocking. So now they have to learn a new offense that they've only ran for two hundred years. All the military academies. Thanks, NCAA, you jerks. Um, sorry. You know what? I'll I'll give out that. I'll get back to the NFC East real quick, but let me give out, since I did that Notre Dame sound bite, let me do that again. That was fun. And the weather here today at Notre Dame Stadium, in a word, it is cold, but it is football weather. The temp- That's going to be Ireland. So, Notre Dame, minus 20 and a half, bomb it. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who's watching on YouTube, by the way. Watching live. <clears throat> Make sure you hit subscribe and like and all that stuff. Uh, you got to like it. You got to get the algorithms going. You got to get things juicing. You got to get the, uh, you know, that's how things start. That's how the wheels start spinning in the cyber world. Uh, but thank you. Even if you don't like it, you don't have to actually personally like what I'm saying right now, but you do have to click like you have to act like you do like. That's what all I ask. You can dislike me to my face. You could dislike it inside what I'm saying how I say things, my phlegm. If you don't like that, I can, I can understand that. I was told I needed to uh, reduce my dairy. That's problem problem with the throat and the voice. 
So you can dislike all that. But when it comes to the YouTube, say just say you like it. Just say, just say you like it. All right, now let's get to your Dallas Cowboys cereal. Oh, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh boy. Here we are. I was just out. I was just golfing in Ohio. Not Ohio. Uh <laughs> where was I? Where they do their training camp. Oh, Osnark. Osnark. Wherever their training camp is. I was of course in the train the training camp is right there. It is. Oh, the cowboy fans around the corner for that, Jerry Jones. What a goddamn racket they have going on there. The biggest team in the world who always chokes. They are 1150 to win the Super Bowl, 525 to win the division conference, plus 170 to win the division. That's low odds. Well, it all depends. What do you think of Dak Prescott? They lost Zeke Elliott. No big deal there. Finally, they're going to let Tony Pollard take the reins. All he did was get a thousand yards and nine touchdowns, three more from receiving, 370 yards receiving as the backup because they just couldn't stop giving, they could not stop giving Zeke Elliott the ball. Finally, Pollard is going to be the guy. So hopefully he can, with, he can withstand the punishment and be the lead guy. But I mean, they're over under 10 wins, minus 130. You're always going to have to pay a premium for the Cowboys or like the Yankees. Um, they're talented. They gained Brandon Cooks, Luke Schoenacher they drafted. I tell you who I do like, if you were talking about fantasy football for the Cowboys, um, they lost Dalton Schultz, their tight end, and they're replacing him with Jake Ferguson. Apparently he's looked good. No one's really talking about him, but Jake Ferguson, if you haven't had your draft yet, he's a nice little tight end to grab a you know, sleeper backup tight end that could do something. Uh, also, like everyone's talking about, CeeDee Lamb should have a big year. He was, he was going to have a big year last year, but then Dak got hurt. It's just Dak, the way they ended the way they ended that season with that Niners game, on that trick play, with Ezekiel Elliott lining up at center and getting trucked. It was so Cowboys. It was so Cowboys. I mean... I'm almost ashamed that Dak didn't get that safety beforehand. They do love fucking things up. They shouldn't have, whatever. So CeeDee Lamb, he's great. 51 to 1 offensive player of the year. Tony Pollard, 38 to 1. Now, if you are making plays and you like a guy, don't bet him to win MVP. MVP only goes to quarterbacks. That's it. They do not MVP MVP never gets outside of a quarterback. Offensive player of the year, on the other hand, they get receivers and running backs in there. So I like Tony Pollard, 38 to 1. And CeeDee Lamb, 51 to 1. I mean, this Cowboys offense is going to be good. Now they lose Kellen Moore, of course. They didn't lose him. He's over in the Chargers. More fun. How about Deuce Vaughn? Everyone likes that little Deuce Vaughn. Little guy. He's like a little Darren Sproles out there. How about him for rookie of the year? Why not? Little guy, little fella, little Texas football. I got a picture of Jerry Jones up there with Mike McCarthy. See, that's the problem with your Cowboys cereal. They have Mike McCarthy as your head coach. And even though he had that year off where he was just watching game tapes in his garage so he didn't have to talk to his wife, keeping up with all the new stuff. Um... He hasn't really showed his face. Everyone's just waiting for him to be terrible again. 
I think maybe some of that has to do with uh, the slander he got from Aaron Rodgers. I think the Aaron Rodgers slander just drips all over this league. So maybe Mike McCarthy's not Mike. Mike McCarthy just doesn't look like he's uh, <laughs> reassuring at all. God, what kind? How much? How much cologne slash scotch does Jerry Jones wear? For fuck's sakes, he just looks like he's just he breathes scotch. Scotch comes out of his eyes or scotch behind his ears. JC from KC says, "What's up, C Jetterets?" I'll give you a bomb sound effect. I know the clock was a little late for us, but we just came from the college, college experience with Dundee. Um, Todd Moore says the Cowboys will have another first round exit. Hopefully. Who knows if they can even get there? I think they can. Um, Micah Parsons, he is 400 plus four and a half to win defensive player of the year. 150 to one win MVP. Like I just said, don't take, don't take any non-quarterback. Although if there was going to be a non, a non-quarterback MVP, it would be someone like on a defensive player or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, I just can't, it's just so hard to get behind the Cowboys doing anything. I don't, I, this is, de- I think this is definitely Dax. I mean, they, everything's a make or break year, but I think it's his last year. They can't keep bringing Dak Prescott back at quarterback. This is getting insane. I like Dak. He gets slander for no reason. Cowboy fans. I mean, how they're not you, Cyril, but the other Cowboy fans. I was watching at the, at the training camp out here in Oxnard. They are the king of chin beards. They have that like razor thin chin beard, a jersey, the cheap plastic gold fucking necklaces. Oh my God, are they fucking cheese dicks? <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. mm, 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 mm. I'm trying to find out. Uh... But then he pulls out, and, and it's just hard. It's tough being, it is, it is, it is hard, Troy. It's tough being a cowboy court. But then he pulls out and, and it's just hard. Tony Romo. I mean, yeah, Dak Prescott replaced him, but Tony Romo's like, yeah, I don't, I don't need this shit. I can fucking make this money off Skechers and saying fucking going Jim. Gene. Tony Romo predicted five plays his first year as an announcer. And then we gave him $20 million a year. We can't get away from him. anyway. Gene. Jim. Um, so I don't like those odds for the Cowboys. You got to pay a premium for it. If I was going to go uh, over under, I if I had the Giants over seven and a half and Washington over six and a half, I'm going to have to go watch Giants under 10. So we'll bomb that. I, although I don't like it, I think they come around 10 wins. They can definitely get to it. All right, now let's move to the cream of the crap. Goddamn Philadelphia Eagles. How is there not a, how does, how does, uh, green, not Sean green, not have a fucking Eagle, uh, thing here. Right. You would think. And I don't mean, I don't mean that. Yeah. I don't like that sound. That's actual football sound. 
No, let's talk. Let's talk. Philadelphia Eagles. All right, that's enough. Good God. How do you stop it? Hurry up. Hurry up. Let's go. Let's look at the snow. Right? That's that's a ripped off song, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. Like this. Todd Moore says Mike McCarthy. Looks like he listens <laughs> listens to try that in a small town and his Ford Super Duty on, on repeat. Yeah, he does that in a Sonic drive-thru. Mike McCarthy looks like a guy who loves Sonic fast food. He likes to service right up to the window. And he tells her, easy on the windows, a new car, a new, like you said, <laughs> new Ford Super Duty. Probably has truck nuts. You're goddamn right it has truck nuts, and he drives it forward. Uh, so now we go to the Eagles, who are the reigning NFC champions, should be the Super Bowl champions, but they're not head coach Nick Sirianni. They lost both coordinators. Second to the Colts. They lost Gannon, the defensive coordinator, to Arizona. Arizona, what a great organization that they are. They watched the Super Bowl last year. And they they thought they wanted the coordinator who gave up 38 points in the second half and and not scored 38 points. They could have got yeah. Let's get that guy, let's get that guy who 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 just left guys what fucking half the field wide open and and ugh, whatever. They lost Miles Sanders. They lost Garden Minshew, Zach Pascal, but they gained Rashard Penny, DeAndre Swift, Marcus Mariota to replace uh, Minshew. They're gonna have a running back by committee. With Penny Swift and Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell became their playoff back last year. He he moved on from Miles Sanders. But that's what they're going to do. So if you're looking for a fantasy-wise, which one to pick, I kind of like Penny. He averages like eight yards carry. But they're, they're going to do committee no matter what. Every report is someone different. They have Gainwell doing well, you know. Swift. Can you trust DeAndre Swift? No. But together, they'll form something. They'll be good. Their over-under is, Jesus, 11 and a half. It was 10 and a half. Now it's 11 and a half. I can't get behind that. They're minus 110 to win the division, 375 for the conference, 8 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So they should be right back in there for sure. Um, we're going to have them take the under 11 and a half. Bomb that. New offense coordinator is Brian Johnson. Defense coordinator Sean Desai. None of them really coached in the NFL, but like, ah, eh, how hard can it be? How hard can it be with Jalen Hurts? I love, I mean, we gotta love Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is such a fun Eagles quarterback, and as an Eagle fan, um, because he's proven us wrong now. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. But he's he's there's just still something about him. He still doesn't look like he can throw the ball. <laughs> it's so weird. And everyone, he's the first Eagle quarterback I can know in a while that people have rooted, actually rooted for as a person. Like, yeah, as a football player, and I don't know, but he's a good person. And that, that's never the case in Philly. But now he's great, which is kind of weird. But he still doesn't, he's still not a pure passer. But you know, I guess you don't want to be. He's a winner. He's, uh, you know, got the eye black. He's, he's got the leadership. Um, Hassan Reddick, defensive player of the year. He just got hurt. I don't like that at 22 to 1. There's not too many, there's not too many. Eagle bets that I like other than the under 11 and a half. So I think it'll be a tight window. Um, 
So who do we like in the NFC East to win the division? I mean, if, if I was going to, I'll, I'll just keep saying that. If, if I was going to bet, yeah, yeah, CJ, if you're going to bet, it's the whole point of the fucking show. It's the whole point of the network. Mm, I can't give it to the Cowboys, although I can, I can see them wanting to win that division. The Eagles and Cowboys are head and shoulders above Giants and Washington, but I think it's kind of narrowing. If, you know, I mean, I would literally just throw a dart. Why not? No, don't take the Eagles because they haven't because they haven't repeated that kind of thing. For these odds, I would sprinkle some seven and a half to one Giants and sixteen to one on Washington. You never know. I can see Ron Rivera getting fired. Six to one, first one to get fired, and then the enemy taking over, making those players cry, and they run the table. I'm the guy that pulled out the sheets of paper that looked at the analytics that watched the tape in the freaking when we were at Indianapolis Indianapolis <laughs> he's so funny oh man that's wrong you like that I have the uh I got I got Dundee left me his soundboard so I'm I'm, I'm air traffic controlling both soundboards all right so that's gonna do it for the NFC East we're already uh going deep in, oh man we're going deep into it Deep into the show. Pardon. Sorry, C. Generates. I'm, I, is there a show I don't go along in, though? I mean, for real. This is crazy. I got to give out some bombs. I already gave out the divisional future bombs. I have to give out some uh, college football zero. I already gave you that. I already gave you Notre Dame, so we'll do that. The other one I like is uh, San Jose State, plus 31 and a half versus USC. Bomb that. 31 and a half. Are you crazy? San Jose State's good. They're a tough little team. Well, I get it with Caleb Williams and USC, and they run, but like, you know, they don't have the deep. I like the over in that too. A lot of uh, talk about the adjustments for the the rule changes where the clock won't be running, will be running or whatever. They're going to over adjust for that. They have no problem playing that over. Another one we got Hawaii getting 17 versus Vanderbilt. As we know, Hawaii is destroyed by fires. So they're going to have a lot of road games this year. They're going to have a lot, a lot of road games. Uh, But they're going to be improved. Vanderbilt's also going to be improved. I might stay away from this one. But if I was going to take it, I'll take Hawaii plus 17. So the Dundee pick is Jacksonville State. I like San Jose State plus 31 and a half, Notre Dame minus 20 and a half, and Hawaii plus the 17. Those are my three week zero college football bombs for you. All right, let's motor through this. We lost the Women's World Cup. I should recap that a little bit. Uh, not lost. We had Australia, and I gave them out in the consolation game. I gave it out in my VSIN, too. I should have known they'd been absolutely deflated and hit the over. They hit the post. We lost two nothing. It was two and a half. They hit the fucking post. But congratulations to Spain winning one nil the Ladies World Cup. It was a fun Ladies World Cup. Uh, I only bring it up because there's that story of uh, Gianni Infantino, the FIFA president. He's amazing. He always says the stupidest shit. He's so funny. He came out and says the wi- says women should pick the right fights in a battle for football equality. Gianni. Are you not married? Do you not have a wife? Pick the right fights. Choose your battles. That's like telling a woman to calm down. Are you, are you fucking crazy? Maybe we'd listen. 
he actually says us men would listen to you if you wouldn't if you wouldn't complain about everything. First, it's money. Then you guys want jerseys and laundry. Then you want us to pay for your travel and your checked bags. Listen. It's not my fault their airline policy is you have to pay for $50 a bag after your first carry-on. Do you want to bring soccer balls with you or not? Pick your battle, girls. This guy is hilarious. He always says, he says the craziest shit. He's so chauvinist. He, he's so racist. He's everything. Everything about him. But he keeps his job because he just makes these people money. Oh, my Lord. Picking the right battles. He goes, with men, with FIFA, you'll find open doors. We'll open the door for you. We'll pull the seat out. As long as you make us make us dinner, we'll pull open the door. That's how it works. Jesus, Gianni. Just push the doors. They're open. Do it at a national level. Every country, continental level, every confederation. Keep pushing. Keep dreaming. He's talking. He's acting like he's talking to a 10-year-old girl. Keep pushing. Keep keep dreaming. Let's really go for a full equality. What the? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, you control that with all the billions of dollars. Yeah, well, keep dreaming, like I said, because that's not going to happen. You're not taking a cent from the men's. Keep dreaming. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's move along. Let's move along because uh, that was just a recap. We gave out the college zero bombs. There's one more golf uh, event, the Tour Championship. It is the last event of the season. This is a weird one to bet. If you, I caution anyone who does bet this event because it's a stroke carryover. So you already have a lead going into it. So you can bet with, make sure you know, if you make your bet, you know if you're betting with the strokes or without the strokes. I'm going to give out two, two bombs for it real quick. If you do it without the strokes, that means start from scratch this weekend. Just these four rounds. I like Soon JM at 33 to 1. Bomb that. Now, if you're doing it with the strokes, that means coming into it, there's only a couple guys that can win. Scheffler, McElroy, Xander, all those guys. I like Rory McElroy. He's he's only three and a half to one, but he's a solid straight up bet. Plus 350. He's figured things out. Scheffler is a mess with the putter. Everything else is great. So I like those two bombs. I like McElroy to win it with the strokes and some JM to know without it. Did you see last week real quickly? Then I'll get to the man in the box. Did you see? Did you see guys? See generates? Um, there's been a lot of heckling in golf lately, like bad heckling. And Max Homa, someone yelled at Max Homa, the, he's about to putt the ball. And someone's like, pull it. Like, pull it left. Like, it's like, miss it. Noonan gave him one of those. And he had to walk away from it. And then he starts yelling at the guy. And then the caddy goes, look, those caddies will fucking, they'll tear India. They're all hopped up on painkillers and speaking of scotch. I mean, they're, they're like carnies, but like for golfers, caddies. So they start going at it and fuck these fans. Fuck these fans for heckling. But apparently this is, this is what's amazing about the story. Apparently the guy who yelled, pull it bet with his buddy $3 that he'd missed a putt. 
And that's how he tried to justify it. He goes, <laughs> he goes, hey, man, so I, I bet three bucks that you'd miss it. Which is a hilarious number. Max Homa goes, it just sucks when it's incredibly intentional. And his friend specifically said it was for $3. So that was, not that the money matters, but that's a frustrating number. <laughs> that's a hilarious quote. That is a, that is a frustrating number. That is a frustrating number. Because $3 means it is a bet. $1 is kind of like a Mortimer trading place. It's like, okay, for $1, gentleman's bet. $3 means he's, he doesn't want to do $5. I don't want to do $5. Who even has $3 on him? What the fuck are you talking about? So he does want to bet, and he wants to win it, and he's going to rub it in. You're right, Todd Moore. So many bombs, somebody's going to have to call 100 Gambler. You know what I say? If you think you got a gambling problem, and you do, I know I do. When you're listening to this show and this network, you got one, but not all problems need solved. So, but I think I, I think I did come up with an idea. I think I might call Wayne Hunter Gambler on this show. Although I don't want to get anyone in, get anyone in trouble. I wonder if it's like nine one one where they just, you know, once you call, the phone is like locked in and they like call call you back. You can't shake it and they check in on you. Listen, I don't have a problem yet, 1-800-GAMBLER, but football's starting up, so keep my number on speed dial, will you? Anyway, I just love that line of a $3 bet. These son, this son of a bitch, you, you, you yelled at me. I'm putting, I'm putting for a million and a half here, and you got $3 riding on it? You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to bet $5. $20, no way, so... I found $3 in my pocket, so we decided we'd bet that. Now, miss that putt, please. Anyway, that's going to do for most of the bombs. Now, let's get inside the box. Uh, thank you, everybody. Before I get through the band in the box routine, it is becoming a routine. Um, I'm not even sure what I want to talk about today. I got my Survivor hat on from Circa, Circa Survivor. Um, thank you again, everyone watching live on YouTube and people who are listening on the podcast. Make sure you give a five-star review, please. Um, say it's terrible. I don't give a shit. I don't know if I would rather have a five-star review and you say it's terrible or a terrible review and you give me one star. I think the five, because some people do that too. They mix, they mix up the system. Um, but like I said, the best review, I want to pluck one out, and you're going to get a free Man in a Box t-shirt. So review contest, so get it out. So get it out there. Lay it in there. Bottom line bombs. You don't have to do it right now, but as soon as I finish the show, which will be in a couple minutes, you can do that. Um, but make sure you subscribe. Do the YouTube, bottom line bombs, all that. And uh, football season's coming up at the end of August, third season. What that means is I want to switch my shows live from Monday to Thursday. Still not sure what the times. I believe Monday's going to be a lot earlier. 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern if you're out there uh, for more of an NFL reaction show and Monday Night Football, so I have time to get that out there. Then I'm going to do the college experience with Dundee. Uh, it's going to be good. Football season is going to be good. I'm The man in the box is going to be all over the place. They're going to be throwing me. and it's gonna be, I'm gonna, They're going to put me through the ESPN ringer, just going through all the shows, helping out, giving out all the bombs, giving out all the box. But now we're here. We are in the box. I was gonna say, I'm just looking. At, I'm just looking at uh, 
Dundee soundboard. It's pretty great. All pretty great. No, not that one. I mean, I love Ron. Should I do Ron Rivera one more time? <laughs> oh, Dan Marino one was Dan a Dan Marino and his uh, really dynamic wife. <laughs> ah, dynamic wife. She can do it all. She can do it all. All right, let's, let's, let's get to the box. What did I want to fucking talk about in the box? I forgot. Dog almost got bitten by a fucking dog. I don't know if I tell you about it. I live by Runyon Canyon, which is the easiest hiking trail. It's all dogs off a leash. I saw this as President Biden's dog. Champ or Hunter. Hunter's the son. <laughs> Hunter's the crackhead son. Uh, sergeant or some fucking dog. Keeps biting people at the White House. Like, ah, I'm going to put him through training. Put it down. These owners never put these dogs down or give them away or something. They're not going to... 20-year German Shepherd's not going to learn new tricks. There's, there's actually saying for that. And these fucking dogs... This dog almost... He almost bit me, but he got in a fight with another dog. And then he, and he snapped up right... And I had to leap like that... Like that... Uh, South Carolina receiver at one time when the Georgia Bulldog Ugo almost snapped at him. But I love when these dogs come up on you and they're dog owners. They don't even apologize. They barely apologize. They're like, oh, that's Coco. Coco's nice. Don't worry about it. Coco's, yeah, well, Coco, I'm sure Coco's nice. But Coco's a fucking animal who doesn't learn, who doesn't know English. So if you're saying, oh, Coco, we don't do that, Coco. What do we say? Coco doesn't say anything. Coco says bark. Get your, grab your goddamn dog. That happened to me one time. A dog named Cowboy. He was chasing me and juking me and like and he bit me like the copper tone baby right in the ass. I tried to give him a Barry Sanders and his owner wouldn't even come over. He's like, Cowboy, we don't do that. Well, Cowboy's doing it. Come and get him. This fucking Coco was a t terror yesterday. Go on the hiking trail. He he just run up to another dog, and his owner would just yell, "Coco's nice." Oh, I know. No, no dog owners want to offend the other dog owner. I know. I get it. They're fucking mauling each other. Coco's nice. That's all you heard up and down the trail. Coco's nice. Yeah, Coco's nice. Coco's doing this left and right. Coco's got your fucking dog's throat and his and his jaws. Coco's nice. All right. I could, I could really go off about dogs in now. In Los Angeles, there was like five with the Trader Joe's. There's like four of them running around in there. What the fuck? There's live food or tangled up by your ankles. Get them out of here. Anyway, um, oh man, we're really going late. What am I talking about? I was going to talk about auditors. Do I not have time for that? I don't think I do. Because what? Oh yeah, because they have a show coming up at one thirty. Maybe I'll save that for Monday. Auditors. <laughs> I can talk more about dogs, I guess. Um, yeah, I'll save that for Monday. Shit, damn it, damn it! I was excited. I was going to talk about, it, but you know what? I should I should pace it out more and write it out more. Uh, I'll be back Monday. I'll be back Monday talking about. Oh, the good news is also, I told you that last time. I signed up for the circuit contest for the Survivor and a million five for the pick five contest where you can follow online. So not only will you get the bottom line bombs picks, but you can follow online to make sure I am transparent. Just like auditors. They're all about transparency. That's what they say. 
for police. Now they're fucking trolls. They're just, they're agitators or dicks, but it happens. All right. Well, that's a lot of talk. It looks like everyone's leaving me anyway. <laughs> As the show goes long, the show goes way too long. So tune in Monday for my exciting auditor talk and man in the box. So that was man in the box. Yeah. And I forget all the bombs. We got college, have fun with college week zero. I got three bombs for that. I got a golf bomb. I got a NFL future bombs. Now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. We sure do. But now we're going to get out of here. I'll see you Monday. Thank you, everybody.